Hello and welcome to episode number 81 of Five Star Potential, a weekly football manager podcast brought to you by WeStreamFM. As you can probably tell, Nerdphonic is not here today. He's still looking for his Twitch signing details, I think. Uh, after he announced his save last week, he was meant to start on Monday and he's been nowhere to be seen since. Uh, it's Dave as a party, anyway, your host, and alongside me today, I've got Curti FM. Chris, how's it going? Very well, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you, man. Good, thank you. Dupe? All right, Duck. All right, Doc. I was listening yeah, to a random podcast oh, the other day and it had Teach had that intro, so I just thought, do you know what, that's stuck. It's a duck. All right, Teach Duck, how's it going? Not so bad. Good to see you back in the seat, Dave. You're loving I life there. Look at the big but, smile on his face, hey? Popular demand, you know, just saying. Uh, and to round us off, Friday Night FM, Joe, how's it going? Hashtag unpopular opinion. Dave's better. Oh, <laughs> I prefer not to speak. Um... Save it well today. We're going to be talking about aging players. I said that a bit quickly earlier, and everyone thought I was saying something, something Jeez, different, so I won't repeat it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll be talking about players that maybe are past their prime and what we tend to do with them. Uh, do we sell them on and so on? But we'll discuss that later. And obviously, we've had a bit of input from you guys on Twitter. But save updates, Curti back on Twitch. What's, what's going down with the shots? What's going down? Um, it, it's been uh. So I think last time I was on the pod, we had uh, been promoted. So, GGs, uh, we're Did now you? in like running in League Two. We uh, we we had a a tough start to League Two, to be honest. Um, bit of a baptism of baptism of fire. Um, it's been very very inconsistent. Um, we've had a couple of streams like where we just haven't won any games, or or games where like we've. We've dominated play and then conceded like a late a late free kick or something like that, you know, just sort of firmly on the Russell bus. Um, but today, actually, so this, today's, what is it, Friday? Um, we had a really good stream today, picked up like five five or six wins pretty much on the bounce. Um, so we're, we're now back in 13th and due to the nature of the league, we're only like six points away from the playoffs. Um, so if we can continue a bit of good form, we might be in with a squeak of promotion. It's still early days. I think we're like 25 games into the season. Um, but uh, yeah, things are looking up after today's stream, certainly. Okay, yeah, I've got to ask, how's that beeping defensive, li- defensive line getting on? Mate, <laughs> did, uh, I mean, I don't know how many people who are listening to this would have seen my tweet at KFM on Twitter if... Uh, if you want to go and check it out, links in the description. Yeah, but clearly there's there's an issue there. Like I I tweeted out um, a a pretty hilarious clip, depending on what side of the fence you are, um, of my defender just randomly abandoning his post at right back, running across almost to the left back position for no reason whatsoever to allow um, a, a winger at the far post to just sort of tuck away a chance to. Um, for us to lose a game and since then a few other people have tweeted me almost identical um, clips of, from their saves and it, yeah. th- it seems to be possibly um, an issue with a wing back on support that seems to be the running theme but um, uh, apparently it has been reported before but um, no one no one's received an answer about it so I don't know but basically it, it, it's meant that I've, I've ditch the wing back on support as a role in general I can't be having that like risking that happening at any point in the game because I was ready to throw my PC out the fucking window 
to be fair. <laughs> you say which side of the fence. I mean, even if you were parked firmly on the fence, it was still hilarious, that clip. You know? Yeah. It was t- it was tough at the time, Teach. It was oh, tough at the it time. Is, it was beeping marvellous, I'm telling you. Son. <laughs> Putting in his own beeps. It's glorious. That was fucking great. Well, the beep, beeps are funnier than the swear words, though, aren't they? In general. 100%. Brilliant. Uh, well, I hope that gets sorted for you soon, Curtie. And hopefully, I- I'm-, I'm sure we probably won't have a hey, response of football manager. I hope it gets sorted for us all. Dave, Thank you. speak to your boyfriend. I appreciate that. Hey. Get an answer for the champ. Leave him out of this, son. Um, Tobes, have you been playing the FM? Or you still have quite fuck. got it back in? Oh, <laughs> I've not, though. But, and I, I, all joking aside, the only reason I've not touched it because I'm, in, I'm playing other games and I'm taking a break. But... One thing I have done because I've not been streaming, I'm like, I'm not going to go into any games or any deal, but I've watched football this week and I feel that mm-hmm. sort of like gets the hunger in a little bit. And obviously, more often than not, around the evening time when the evening game's on, I'm streaming, so I don't get to see that much football if I've got it on. I'm not paying much attention. So the itch is on its way back. Um, the save idea is there. I sort of had a, a play around uh, today installing a database and whatnot, and holy shit. I mean, I'm going to be doing something very different than than what I normally do. Um, anyone who knows me, I've always been sort of like a fantasy football I like managing a bigger club or, or a club that's maybe not quite at its biggest, but can maybe get there with a little bit of encouragement. Um, you know, the, the, new, the new save's going to be, it's going to be like the complete opposite. So, Don't announce your save on uh, this podcast, mate, because you won't be here next week. That's it. That's it, mate. It's like, you know, I'm not going to say like I'm back on such a day because we all know, you know, if if I mention it here, it ain't happening. So uh, I'm just not going to mention nothing and go, yeah, we'll see. But no, uh, I'm having a break. I'm enjoying having a break. It's a funny thing. I used an analogy on stream. I love Football Manager. played it for so bloody long. Um, But like, in particular, going into content creation, like it's been a relentless amount of playing over the last couple of years, um, more so than ever before. I've played it for 20 years, but I never exclusively played football manager. I've played it for a few weeks, months, dip away, and you know, regular listeners to the pod will have heard me make that phrase in the past. But uh, I've definitely needed a break, and, and like the analogy I use is like, you know, you like eating a particular food, fillet steak, whatever it is, but you eat it every night, and after so long, you get bored, and you take a break away from it, palate gets cleansed, you come back and you enjoy it again, and... That's essentially where I'm at at the minute. I've not played for like, as of now, I think it's seven days, eight days maybe today, um, and uh, a few more days, and uh, you know I'll be back on it. I'll be back on it. Um, if that itch is coming back, I'll probably get that checked out before you kick off again. Oh no, no, that's a totally different itch. Uh, oh, but right, the, okay. the opposite umbrella <laughs> that that sorted that right out. <laughs> oh, they don't use the umbrella anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I live on the Isle of Man, mate. We're about thirty years behind. <laughs> <laughs> Do you be playing much football manager this week? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, I actually put uh, put my eighteen sixty save back onto Twitch tonight. Only a short little dabble, kind of get everybody back up to speed. Um, I was just torn on what to do, how to do it. I had a great idea, and the idea is still there. Um, and kind of the want and the will to do that is still there. It's just, I need to iron out exactly how I'm going to do that. So for the time being, instead of just like sat doing nothing while everyone else is doing stuff, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, I'm just going to be hitting the 1860. Uh, we're in Europe this year. Um, in our fifth season, we managed to get into the Europa League. And we've actually tonight just secured qualification to the next round. Uh, we're playing one of the youngest squads I've ever played with. And um, everything's all going very, very well. 
Good. Good to hear, man. Uh, Joe, the old Classico save. We kicked off season three. Don't want to talk about it. I know, I was about to say. <laughs> do, you want me, do you want me to talk about it, son? Crack on, mate. Go on. Go on. So we kicked off season three. I will I will give you a heads up. Well, not heads up, Joe. I will give you a thumbs up because you qualify from your Champions League group quite easily. Um, you got through that. My group is still all to play for on the last day. I've got to get something against Champions League holders, Leon, to get out of my group. But in the league, my Porto team, the form is immaculate at the moment. But Joe had a little bit of a wobble early doors. But I think you're on the catch-up now, Joe, aren't you? I've lost twice. I wouldn't say it's the end of the world. Still yeah. got to play you. I played you. Oh, what happened that time? Sorry. 2-1 two, two win. Just saying. <laughs> He is absolutely loving he's, this, and look at him—his smile beaming. I've got to tell you, mate, because everyone, everyone before this was expecting Joe to wipe the floor with me. I did. I've won the league. No. I've won the European Cup. What have you won? Here we go. I've won the league. The league. The league and the Community Shield, son. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Let's Andy, move on. Andy got himself a sugar dada. Yes, Craig. Well, I've Craig. got three hundred and fifty million pounds worth of debt <laughs> to try and restore. It's, a, it's an equal playing field. <laughs> right. yeah. To be fair, song. to be fair, keeps it exciting because obviously I don't want to get beaten by Mr. Chocolado. Who, I don't who get this joke, himself, Mr. Chocolado. It basically means you'd eat yourself if you could. You ever listen to the Magic Sponge? That's that great reference. No. Jimmy Bullard oh, uses I get that it a lot. It's basically oh, what yeah, he calls well, Alan Pardew. Yeah, he would eat himself well, if he, he loves himself that much. I get you now. Yeah. Well, yeah, my my. Uh, my new gen did have his debut in the cup against some farmers and got three assists. So, we, that's more, with like, more than Arsenal mustard. So, you know, <laughs> with free crossing or whatever attribute he's got, uh, it's pretty decent to be fair. Let's move on anyway. Uh, at least I get that get that phrase now anyway. It's, um, uh, it's, it's going well. I think it's going well. Like you say, the Champions League for me is good. Whereas last year yeah. I went out of it quite early. The first season you went out early. It's like the roles keep reversing. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you're, yeah. I think you're bottom of your group, aren't you? I think a third on on goal difference or head to head or whatever. But it's I think joint, I need a point off. against Leon to. to so is, is is there a way through? Is there still? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. got to get. I've got to get a point against Leon because my group was AC Milan, Leon, and Barca. Barca have won the group. Uh, I play Leon, who are second. So if I get a point, I'd go ahead of them. Uh, so there's still a way through at the moment, but you know. Uh, well, yeah, all things good. I think we're too. I think it's start of December now, so uh, I'm not sure if the transfer window would be busy for either of us because we had quite major summer transfer windows. So, yeah, probably um, only transfers out for me. I think I don't. I don't think I've, I have got a couple of people coming in, but not notable signings. And I think the good thing about this save as well is that we're doing. We're kind of sharing a bit of content. Whereas yeah. you're, you've yeah, been doing are. some video updates, I've done a couple of blog updates. We've got a couple of things we're doing for the WeStream FM website, so it's uh, yeah, it's a good little save, isn't it? And we're we're putting quite a few hours into it. Mm. Yeah, if you haven't caught any of the blog posts, uh, WeStreamFM.com, and they're on there, and I think the videos or the first videos attached to it anyway. Uh, but yeah, we'll do video updates and blog updates when and where where we need to yeah that's it anyway moving on to the main team meeting now so what do we do with aging players obviously if there's a player a little bit past their prime do we keep them do we sell them on do we hope if they're a legend they come on to be member of your coaching staff who wants to kick us off 
with this one. Go on, Tobes. I think it's, I think like a lot of it's situational, of course. So you can have the aging player who maybe you've just took over and you never really wanted him. And it's in that one year that you know, like right now he's worth X amount and then one year later he's going to plummet. Um, so I do think it is very situational in general. Um, but I would like to say, like for me personally, like, I don't know, like a few years back, I'm talking maybe three, four years ago, get to get to like play gets like 28 29 30 um i would i would have always moved them on and bring in sort of a younger more vibrant exciting player but i don't know about anyone else but like for me over the last sort of two years on fms it's almost like you know these these players are like when they're hitting like 32 33 especially like there's the odd rarity here and there who are not really losing too much in the physicals um they're actually it's when they're at their absolute fucking best you know hanging on to them for the you know those those early to sort of like at some point even mid thirties where they're where they're absolutely ripping. So I think like if I had to sort of throw my hat on anything at the moment, I would say um, although maybe not hang on to them till retirement, I'd certainly be seeing them past sort of thirty two, thirty three in general, as so long as they've as so long as they can keep up, you know. But bear in mind that more often than not, I manage big teams and hopefully in a team where where financial issues aren't really much of a much of a care, you know. Um, so it's not like I'm always looking at trying to, to turn over a few quid. Um, but yeah, maybe sometimes they don't feature quite as much because you've bought a young up and comer or you've had someone come through your own youth ranks. But I think there's a lot more value nowadays in in having aged players or older players in your team than they, than they used to be. Certainly for me personally, um, a number of years ago. I think I, I never thought about the thing with the physicals because I think you're quite right there. You could have someone aged 33, 34 with, and, and if you're still playing them on a fairly regular basis, their physicals don't actually deteriorate very much. Whereas if you've got, like for argument's sake, there's players like, oh, David Silver's a free agent or his contract's expiring. You see that he's only played two games all season. His pace is like free, you know what I mean? But yeah. I've had players before at 35, 36 because they're still playing half their season. Their physicals are still at a very decent standard. I remember a few years ago on when I did an 1860 Munich save, I had a and he was 38, but his physicals were as good as someone that was like 22, 23. And with his experience and with his quality that was already there, he was so good. And there was no point in me trying to trying to move him on. Um, so I never thought about it, that, that side of things. But I think sometimes it does come down to financial decision as well. Uh, for argument's sake, in the Porto save at the moment, I had a Musa Morega who was 28, 29 at the time and a very good and very capable striker because he bagged like 25, 30 goals. But because I was playing a lone striker system, I had to try and balance it between three strikers. So I wasn't overly bothered if I was to sell him. But where I was getting offers of 40 to 50 million for some players, Musa Morega's value didn't go above 8 million pounds. So even though he was scoring 20, 25 million and he was sort of getting on a little bit because his value didn't go up that much, I didn't try and push the sale. So I think to, when I look to move players on, I think I sort of agree with you. Once they're sort of hitting 30, 31, I do try and look to move them on. But it's also got to be worth it for the team. If I'm not going to get any money for it, I may as well let them stick around. To be fair, this year, it's not been a massive thing that I've really thought about. Uh, previous years, I've found having a older player in the squad was good because of the one-to-one men- uh, kind of uh, mentoring. But now I just can't get my head around this mentor. I can't get it working how I want it to get working to be honest. Um, but saying that, I mean, like I said, I'm currently sat 
with the youngest average age squad by about two years in our league. So it's probably not the best conversation for me. But we have brought in a uh, Mario Goetze on a freeze, a 31-year-old. He's still got all of his um, attributes. He's probably one of the better midfielders. Uh, and we're hoping that actually we can bring him in for for a long time and, and get him on some of my young guys in, and see see what he can produce. I mean, as I say for me, I don't know, it's like <clears throat> a few years back, I always always felt on, on football managers of old, and I might even be thinking back to championship managers here, but I always felt like there was a tipping point at like 28 years old where things just started to decline in, in, in many cases rapidly, and it, it just seems a little bit less so nowadays, but maybe that's because, it, you know, in real life we are seeing players now, you know, continue on, you know, at, you know, a, a very high level of football till, you know, to sort of the mid thirties at times. You know, so maybe that's maybe that's played a part, or maybe it's a placebo because we're having this conversation and then thinking all different things. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, yeah, you're right. You have got players like obviously I know he's ridiculous standard, but Cristiano Ronaldo is like 34 now. Physically, he's probably much better than most. You know, 23, 24 year olds in the game. Um, but if any of you sort of use these older experienced players and allow them to stick around to use them for mentoring in the game or has no one even sort of touched that side of things because I know tutoring last year was was a, a lot easier to sort of I say a lot easier to use or a lot easier to find anyway I think the thing is this year though like the mentoring works a lot more on um, dynamics influence you know what I mean so yeah. like you don't necessarily need a aging 34 year old you know old head in the dressing room and everything else to mentor another player because you could have for example um a, a Kylian Mbappe who's highly influential yet you know you know almost as young as Dave um in fact probably a few years older than Dave um I'm older than him no chance no chance I mean you keep <laughs> saying you're 22 but we all know you're 14 um <laughs> but like obviously like so this year less so uh, because of that uh, but one thing I have done in the past is keep a player past retirement. And like, if I've had a player who's stayed like to to the point where they retire, they are pretty much guaranteed a role in the on the coaching staff, absolutely regardless of their dog shit ability. Um, you know, because I've said this before, it's like the old, the old uh, how you build the story in your head, and it's it's less about you know what they what they're doing technically, more hopefully about the the stories of su- uh, success they're passing on to the younger players. You know, but. Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah, I think I think this Curti for your team for Aldershot, obviously for a team that probably don't have the financial power of some of the teams that we're managing. And I'm not 100 percent obviously familiar with the Aldershot team. If you had like a 34 year old player there now who had a little bit of quality about him, but you've got these young kids coming through, what what sort of situation do you think you'd find yourself in, or do you think you'd have a bit of a dilemma regarding what to do? Well, it depends on the role that I want to play him as as well. So, you know, physicals do decline once you get to a certain point. And I think, like, I don't know if it was the case previously, but it was almost like when you get players to 30, 31, that's when you start seeing the decline. But I don't know whether that's now variable from player to player, depending on... I know natural fitness is obviously a thing, but I think natural fitness, is that more to do with recovery between games rather than, like, longevity of career? think that Probably. i think i'm right in saying yeah. that um but yeah for me like i'm i'm sort of similar to tobes really like for what for ages for years i almost used to be like 
like scared of signing older players you know it was like it was like a just a, a oh you don't do that you know I, certain players i would keep if i felt that they were sort of deserved legendary status at the club if you like and then you know similar to to that you might move them onto your backroom staff or whatever but you you know for for a long time when players got to about 30 i was always looking to sell them on possibly you know mainly for sort of financial reasons because that's kind of the peak of where you're going to be able to sell them isn't it that's the most amount of money you're ever going to get for the player when they hit that kind of late 20s 30 mark um but yeah for in terms of lower league management like I've not really I've not really like I've, I've brought in a couple of players that are over 30 um but it would it definitely depends on the role. If I've got a role a physical role like a box to box midfielder that I want to play, then you know, I'd I'd certainly be looking for someone maybe a bit younger who can fulfil the role for a bit longer. You just sparked a memory for me there, because I'm the same, never used to really buy anyone. All have always pretty much exclusively invested in youth on football manager. But uh I uh it just reminded me like I think when I bought Steven Zonzi for Monaco when he was 31, literally almost like it was a few days before being 32 years old and paying like 30-odd million quid was genuinely breaking new ground for me. Um, and uh, But Zonzi went on to have like two incredible seasons for us. You know, when he was like 34 by the time that Monaco save uh, came to an end, it was incredible, absolutely incredible. Dude, you, so your 1860 team... Obviously, you've got this young team and so on. Is that something that you've got out of choice or, you know, or is it just by chance? If if you're getting any of these older players, I know you just said you've signed, obviously, um, Goethe. But are you sort of going out your way to move these guys on as quick as you can or is it just a bit of a coincidence? To be honest, it's it's financial. Um, we've, we've progressed. At, we finished fifth last year uh, and the money... The money wasn't great. We had about 11 million to build a squad that could compete in the Europa League and still compete in the champion uh, in the in the the in the league. So, kind of my way of looking at this was, yes, I could go buy a 25, 26 year old that's in his prime for probably maybe all of that money, or I could take a little trip over to Brazil, which is what we've done, and we've bought <laughs> some incredible wonder kids over there. Uh, we bought a couple of Colombian chaps in as well. Kurti recommended that me them from his trip a while ago. And we could, you know, build a whole squad from the fact that we don't have much money or we just have to go down and maybe just pick one player. And it, it just wasn't it wasn't where I wanted it to be. It was the only way. And it was just a coincidence. And then kind of the first game of the season, I um, I sat there with my starting 11 and it averaged a, a, a ridiculous age of about 20.2 for my first 11. <laughs> But uh, yeah, more financial than than judgment, to be honest. I'd love to take credit for it, but it was more so that we had no money. Do you think, off the cuff now, do you think there's any disadvantage, big disadvantages for you having that much younger squad than, say, for argument's sake, Bayern, who are going to have players that are a little bit older or any other team with more experienced heads or older players? It, to be fair, it's one of the main reasons why I bought Goetzer in. He's, uh, like I said, he's he's been around the block. He's, he's uh, played... Some for some big teams, he's played in some big competitions. You know, he's a in my eyes. You know, he scored the he scored the winner in the World Cup, didn't he? So, you know, he that's the one reason I brought him in. But yes, I think I would think a slight disadvantage. Um, I think maybe the way that the players react and the fact that my my I think my captain is something like nineteen or twenty, 
um, because the oldest player in my squad is 26 and his leadership is terrible. Um, but, you know, it, it's not something that I think is going to be long term. I just think that hopefully when the more money comes in and we go a bit further in the game, we're going to have some players that we can pick up quite cheaply and, and get them in. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know um, if you need, like, you know, talking about the, the, the difference between tutoring and mentoring and stuff like that, like, it's more now about the player influence with the dynamics and stuff like that. Like, I, you know, I, I went through a phase um, many moons ago of signing older players purely for the, you know, with the intention of using them for tutoring. But now it's just, it's more about, you know, okay, what's their leadership attribute? What's their determination attribute? Um, you know, on the scout report, are they likely to be a core member of the, 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 the group or, or what have you? Um, so the age factor, I think, is less important now than it has been in previous years. Yeah. Oh, well, the, the, on Twitter, there were plenty of people that um, had, had thoughts and, and so on. Joe, have you got anything that you want to add before we move on to the tweets? I was just thinking, <clears throat> I, was, I was kind of thinking about the older players I've, I've signed. And it gives me a little nostalgia trip back to a decent network save I had. Um, <laughs> Raz and myself playing River Plate and Boca and Rip Raz I, <laughs> I remember never signing old players and I, even when they started getting older I'd always sell them get rid of them and then when we was playing in Argentina you didn't really have much of a choice you either bought young players or you had players that had already made the move to Europe and then you was getting them back again and I remember signing Esteban Cambiasso and he was awesome. And I think I've mentioned it on the pod before. And that kind of changed my thinking of how good a player can be. And it's kind of sometimes that they have their own limitations set. But if you play to their strengths, they can definitely be an asset. And what I've always thought since then was strip away the realism of football and you look at potential ability and current ability. And I think if you had someone who had been in their prime and was just kind of slowly in decline they might still be like 160 current ability whereas you could have a 20 year old who's got potential of 190 but might only be 120 so where dupe's got all of these 20 year olds although they might all have five star potential and 190 pa they could all be at 100 current ability whereas you could have someone older in your team at 140 but on the decline so it's kind of never Nowadays, it doesn't put me off signing an older player because I kind of haven't used Cambiasso and going, he was actually awesome and he was about 400 years old. Um, the baldness was real. So, yeah, don't be afraid to sign old players. Does anyone know if, like, Football Manager takes into account sort of um, real life, like, the relative, like, how relative, like, leagues are? It's like, for example, the Italian football. Um, will be generally a much slower pace than English football, German football. Like you had Cambiasso in Argentina. I don't know. Is that like a, a traditionally like a slower league, a kind of more tactical league? Maybe he thrived in that because you just got to be good at hurdling. Otherwise, your legs are <laughs> bit broken. Yeah, but you think he was at Leicester, wasn't he? Yeah, mm. yeah. He went to Leicester before. Yeah, so it was. He's kind but, of been in, in and around it, but I know what you mean. It's kind of the. The type of football, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's slow. I would just say it's quite aggressive. 
but obviously I want, it's I, not not to the standard of Premier League. I wonder. I wonder if like if you say, for example, you were you had the same team in England, eleven of the same players, um, and but you also had like say you had the same team in Italy, whether how whether they'd play slightly different because of the league, or whether that's just me talking bullshit. Sounds like a YouTube experiment. That's exactly- I think it. I think it depends on other, the teams you play as well, because no doubt the the teams in Italy, all the managers and teams will set up with a particular style that is maybe different to England and so on. So they're like, for argument's sake, in England, you go into a match. It's very rare that you're going to play up against a gag and pressing style unless you're playing with it yourself. Whereas in Germany, probably every other team's going to play that sort of pressing style. So di- different nations, your oppositions are going to be probably playing slightly different tactical styles and so on. Dave, I know you wanted to get onto the tweet questions, but I've got a little, not a question of my own, but maybe a little tangent of my own. Uh, talking about older players and kind of, especially, I'm basing this very much on my team, but if I was to look to bring an older player in, I would probably look at bringing an older striker in as a target man, for example, or, or one uh, midfield, um, central midfielder and play him as a DLP. Is there a certain position that you'd, you'd happily have an older player or somebody in that slot? Like, you know, a goalkeeper for me, a, a centre-back, no nonsense. But anything than that, I, I would, I'd be too scared to stick him out on the wide. It's just quite an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, I think the most comfortable, the one I'd be most comfortable with is probably a goalkeeper. Uh, oh, yeah, if, if a quality player comes up, obviously I'd, I'd consider it. But I think goalkeeper is probably one I'd be more comfortable with. I mean, I guess a good example would be like someone like Steven Gerrard, um, who was you know very much an energetic box-to-box midfielder, but then his his legs obviously went as he got a bit older, and then he played in that, you know, as, as effectively as he was earlier in his career almost, but in a in a much different role where he was a lot less mobile. So I guess you know there are there are roles that that players with with worse physicals could fulfil. Definitely. I think his legs only went for one game against Chelsea, wasn't it? Put <laughs> <laughs> uh, that fishing rod away. <laughs> you got Perlo, don't you? Mm-hmm. Perlo's yeah. physical is that physical. Rooney like, as well. You know, that actually yeah. fell off quite young, if you know what I mean. Like you know, Perlo was playing playing in Italy probably, you know, a little bit longer than he would have done in most leagues, much like what Dave was saying a moment ago. But he continued on and on and on. Then went out to America. How long was he at New York City? Was it two seasons he did out there? Yeah, or three? So. It's uh you know, but of course, you know, they adapt, you know, and obviously Perlo just dicks he basically walked around, you know, that, that, that mid riff area, you know, that sort of the defensive mid uh, defensive to midfield transition, just sort of just hung around there, just, you know, pinging it wherever he wanted it. So I think like like if you said a moment ago about an aging player, I think for me personally, that sort of like the, the sort of DM sort of strata, that area of the field would be where I'm always like. And Zonzi was a prime prime example, just sort of sit him in there, hand back, son, do a bit of work, you know. Only run when you have to, pass when you don't, you know. He's doing that now, and Zonzi you should have seen the Roma game the other night. Oh my god, was it, was it bad? He, he might as well have just been like a wicket in the cricket. Obviously, was just, I, I was watching cone. the other one. It was, um, it was so it was one of the games I'd not watched. Uh, I know, obviously, the end result, but uh, yeah, it was literally just extra time had killed him. I think. Yeah. Rip, rip, Raz. Um, 
Right, moving on to the tweets. Obviously, we asked the same question on Twitter, at Five Star Pod, if you're not following. Uh, when is the right time to move on an ageing player? Uh, we had Bjorn's FM. He said he had that situation recently. He had an awesome player, still doing really well, but he was at 32 years of age. Uh, had a £1 million offer mid-season from a Saudi club and decided to cash in, uh, as he really needed the money. Obviously, that's a, a pretty big factor. Uh, Medwin says they re- well, yeah, rarely has a player in their 30s, but exceptions are based on ability and their influence, never on nostalgia, which is quite an interesting point. That's ruthless. Uh, this game's yeah, built from, on the, this game's built on the story you create in your season. That is completely fucking ruthless. I'm like, if I've got a player who's like, like won us an FA Cup final or something, like, I'll hang on to him. It's like, no, do you know what? You've looked after us, son. I'm going to look after yeah. you. You know, Jesus, wet. He's like booting That's him out the door. As soon as he gets to third, eh? so I tell you what, son. I know you. I know you. I know you bagged forty goals a season for us for six years, but you're fucking thirty next month. You're out. You know. <laughs> um, Gaffer Gray, uh, Graymo, he has a few different things. He says if it's a one club man, he won't move him on. Anyone else, non goalkeeper, he's moved on by thirty three. An experienced goalkeeper stays as a number three until retirement. I'd, I'd imagine he means sort of a third-choice goalkeeper. Uh, Big Popper says it depends uh, value as a positive personality and leader, wages and how much they are declining. But he's definitely learned to value the old heads in recent versions, especially when he's managing in South America. And finally, Zebu Nation said he tends to cash in at 30 to 31 unless they are a team leader. Don't. Uh, don't keep mentoring players around if they're demanding starting time. Better to make room for the young players in the starting lineup. Uh, so, as I say, guys, if you follow us on Twitter at Five Star Pod, we'll have a question normally before every podcast so you can get involved. So, now it's time to move on to Curtis Quiz. Curtis Quiz. Right, so. Th- we're going with a, a weird format today. Um, so the, the quiz could be like 15 minutes long or it could be two minutes long. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we might, Interesting. Have to, we might have to like pluck another subject out of our asses if, uh, if we struggle. But basically, I wanted to do a who wants to be a millionaire type quiz. Um, because uh, in May, uh, Mr. FM Dupe is doing a charity parachute jump for the uh, very deserving charity beat eating disorders i hope they put a parachute on me too me too yeah. but you're looking trim now so i think uh it's slightly ironic that to raise money for a beat eating disorder charity i had to lose four stone but anyway carry on <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. but anyway so basically what i'm doing um is i'm giving you lot the opportunity to win a charitable donation to the charity that Dupe is jumping for, from me. All right? Jesus. So um, I'm hoping that no one has got Football Manager open because um, it uh, it's a Football Manager quiz about... I won't worry about that. I've not touched it for over a week. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so basically what's going to happen is I'm going to ask each of you a question in turn, right? Now, there's no conferring allowed between the four of you unless you choose to use the Ask the Audience lifeline. Um, If you do use that lifeline, the four of you could confer, and then obviously whoever's uh, in charge of answering that question can give me the final answer. If you choose to use the phone a friend lifeline, 
you can ask one other member of the pod Nerd. of your choice and you have 20 seconds to confer before I will need a final answer. Uh, 50-50 is very much straightforward. I'll just remove two of the incorrect answers and give you the opportunity um, to, to, to pick one. Dupe, what's up? I can only assume we've only got one set of lifelines between the four of between us. Between the group. Yeah, yeah. We've of not course. got one set of lifelines each. No, no. Okay. No, no. Just so be- is this is this very much an us v you, Kurt? Are we are we working together here? Yeah, as you're working as a this team. Like, this is, is like university challenge. You're working as a team. <laughs> university challenge. <laughs> I love that. They've got their mad names. Um you're working as a team and uh depending on how far you get because um, each question has a monetary value. I can tell you now the jackpot prize is £50 because I'm unemployed. Tight ass. I'm unemployed. <laughs> so, um, so uh, before each question, I'll let you know how much you're playing for. Um, to keep it on the university sort of challenge guidelines, can you call me Biff from now on out? <laughs> let me just write that in my notes. Yeah, Biff. Be. Okay, great. Biff TGFM. Any other nicknames <laughs> anyone wants assigned? Or? Um, Spartacus for me. Spartacus. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Cheers, son. <laughs> you, you thought about that. That came very quickly to you, Dave. Cheers, son. Right, so. Nerd phonic, please. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, I've written down the order in which I'm going to ask you questions. Um, and I can tell you that with question one, you're playing for one penny. And we Dave, can't this. you're oh. up. Come on, the boys. Okay, oh, remember, God. no conferring, no helping him unless he uses the ask his audi- ask the audience lifeline. Dave, question one. They're multiple choice, by the way. Question one: As a manager of a club, you have a say in setting three types of budgets: transfer budgets, wage budgets, and which other? Is it A? Hospitality budget, B, <laughs> scouting budget, C, commercial budget, or D, match day budget. I'm going to go with scouting budget. I thought you were going to say C there. Scouting <laughs> budget. <laughs> scouting. That's well B, Spartacus. scouting budget. Is that your final answer, Dave? Yes. Yes, Chris. Okay, fantastic. That is correct. Well played. Come on, the boys. One P in the bank. Dupe, you're up. You're playing for two P. The pressure. Dupe, question two. On the tactics screen, as part of your team instructions, you're able to set orders for your team in possession, out of possession, and what other area of the game? Is it A, set pieces, B, extra time, C, in transition, or D, marking style? <laughs> what? Okay. I do not know. I'm going to go, go with C, in transition. C, in transition. So in possession, out of possession, and in transition. Yes, sir. That's your final answer? Yes, yeah, there is. That is locked in, and that is correct. Well played. <laughs> the tension's immense. Two p in the bank. 
GG. It feels worse right. when there's money on it, by the way. Biff. For 2B. <laughs> Go on, Biff. <laughs> Wait, you didn't call me Spartacus? <laughs> Dad. That is All the right. big clip. Go on. Biff. Biff. <laughs> Question three. You're playing I'm for 4P. Wait, yeah. I, all right. If you're going up to a fiver, how many questions have we got here? We've got like up to 50 quid people. we're going up to. It's 15 questions. Oh, that's what I mean. All oh, right, okay. Hang sorry. on, Dave. Come on, there's enough pressure here. This is big money now, so. <laughs> 4P. Biff, question three. One of the key attributes for a deep-lying playmaker is A, long shots, B, crossing, C, stamina, or D, passing? D, passing. For a deep-lying playmaker. You seem you seem pretty confident about that. Well, I'd like to think my deep-lying playmaker is not going to get caught out on the wing. Okay. Stamina is an important one for most roles. And long shots, DLP, really a little less so. He's trying to make play, not finish it. So D, passing. Is that your final answer, Biff? Yes. Chris, I can tell you that is correct. Well played. Sir. Oh gosh, you built the tension there, son. Nerdphonic. <laughs> Hello. You are playing for eight p. Remember, you've got all three lifelines, so they're yeah, all I'm available to you to use. Question four for eight p. Oh, eight p. On the training screen. There are different categories. One of those categories is attacking. Which of these training sessions does not come under the attacking category? Is it A, attacking wings? B, chance creation? C, attacking direct? Or D, attacking patient? I haven't played much football manager this year. <laughs> oh, I might have to ask the audience on this. Cause I do think I know what it is. But... Do you want me to go through the answers again for you? No. The potentials? No? I think I need to ask the audience. We've got to go earlier because this is a, a tough one. So. Okay, you, you ask her. Are you ask? Are you genuinely using the lifeline? Yeah, okay. genuinely. So, I've got audience, no idea. Is it A, attacking wings, B, chance creation, C, attacking direct, or D, attacking patient? You can confer between yourselves. I genuinely don't know. I think it's the first one, isn't it? I think yeah, it's wings. Think it's that wings. is not sure, but there. chance creation, I'm pretty damn sure. Is that makes sense. Direct and then patient build up. What, wings. Would wing, what would wings be on there, attacking wings? That might be something you just made up, though. So, Chris, give, give them us again. So, again. So, it's A, attacking wings. Yeah. B, chance creation. C, attacking direct. Or D, attacking patient. Attacking patient. That doesn't roll off the tongue. Why would it be patient? Why, you wouldn't, would you? A, chance creation. Um... 
How long have we got? What's the timeline on this? Hey, mate, it's the, there's no time. There's See, no chance time. Chance, chance, chance creation's definitely a one of the training modules. But is it an attacking module? The other ones are all saying attacking, and chance creation doesn't. Mm, very good point. That's all so I think. It's, it's good chat. Do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, is chance creation not in the... Fuck it. Uh, it's only do. It's only do. <laughs> B. Let's just <laughs> go for it. it. Technically, it's, it's not for creation. Phone a friend, Joe. I haven't got any. I work in dev. We're very isolated people. Raz. <laughs> B, is that your final answer? Yeah, chan- whatever chance creation is. Dave, you're not you're not giving me the final answer here. Sorry, Joe. sir. Sparkus. Chris. Yes. Can I have a B, please? Okay. I can tell you that is correct. Well played. Oh, I'd all work at that one. So out of interest, is that technical? Is chance creation technical? Uh, it might be technical, yeah. I think it might be technical. But basically, be. I mean, I thought that was quite straightforward because they're all attacking apart from the one that wasn't didn't say attacking in it yeah but uh, yeah. yeah we've we've played your quizzes before <laughs> and, and, you, and you've got money on the line this, you this don't have a job this one's for charity you know. this one's for charity charity starts at home right Spartacus <laughs> you're oh playing now for 16 pence you've got Jeez. two lifelines left question five which of one of these sorry one of the key attributes for a false nine is a positioning b heading c teamwork or d tackling might be tackling might be heading hmm I think I might go for c um Chris, I'm going to go for C. Teamwork, final answer? Yes, sir. That is correct, Dave. Well played. Come on. 16p. 16p. Well done, Spartacus. Well done, Spartacus. Yes, son. Yeah, don't call me Dave. Dupe. Do we have a bank point? Do we have a, you know, like on. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, sorry. I should have said that was a bank point. Oh, the weakest link. Yeah, yeah. So, no, no, that was a bank point. so you've no got 16 p That is guaranteed. Okay, that's good. I, I'm a bit confident now. Like, now we okay. can take a risk. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no one's a loser right now. No. Right. So, so what am I playing for? 32p. I didn't see that coming. 32p. Question six. Dupe. A sports scientist comes under what part of your backroom team? Is it A, coaching staff, B, medical staff, C, scouting staff, or D, commercial staff? I don't know why I'm actually over... Am I overthinking this? Surely it's just under the medical. Sports scientist has got to be... It's not going to be scouting, obviously. I wouldn't be. It's gotta be. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go for that. The medical. Yeah, you're going with your gut. That's a big gut. Final answer. Yeah, go for it. B medical staff is correct. Well done, sir. Well done. Come well on, played. the boys. <sighs> <Biff>. <sighs> yes, sir. Sixty-four p. Every time. Sixty-four p. Sixty-four p. Pressure's on. You can get five Freddos for that, man. Question seven, 64p, Biff. Which of these is not a key attribute 
of a head of youth development? Is it A, working with youngsters? B, adaptability? C, judging player ability? Or D, judging player potential? My gut tells me instantly it's adaptability. Because what was it? What, what was A again? Because I working, that one off. Working with youngsters. Written off. Judging ability, uh, current ability, potential ability. And current. So yeah, I'll go with adaptability. You're going with B, adaptability. Final answer? Final answer, Christopher. That is correct. Well played. Ooh. Yes, Biff. Well played. Yes, Biff. Come on, the boys. Biff, Come on, hey. guys. We're, we're getting into big money now. One pound twenty-five. Jeez, is this another break point? Is this like safe money? Or no. are we aware? No, 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 no. You're, oh, you're, you're, you're a couple off that. When do you start writing the checks and then you go? You could have won this, but no, you won this instead. <laughs> <laughs> the bigger question is: Is Chris uh, Chris Tarrant or Jeremy Clarkson? Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, the bigger uh, question will be: Is who's going to cough? That's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, one pound twenty-five. Sorry, nerd. Joe's not here right nerd. now. Nerd. They're funny. On the Dynamics page, there are three main areas of where your performance as a manager is measured. They are team cohesion, dressing room atmosphere, and which other area? Is it A, managerial support? B, team performance, C, fan support, or D, director analysis? I'm going to go for A, Chris. Didn't even think No other answer even tempted you? Not really. Final answer, A? Yeah, go for it. I can tell you that is correct, nerd. Well played, son. You should well, have had well, D. You should have had D software development. That would have pulled him in. <laughs> right, Spartacus, you're up. Come on. Two pounds <laughs> fifty pence. Sure hourly rate, Dave. Concentrate. I know, man. It's yeah, I can deep. see him sweating. Spartacus. On the player happiness page as part of uh Dynamics. Which of these is not a gauge of a player's current happiness level? Is it A, training, B, playing time, C, social, or D, management? C, social. Very confident there. Is this where you take it to an ad break? So you're going with C, social. Is that your final answer, Dave? Final answer. Not even a hesitation there. And no. that is because you are correct, sir. Well played. Come on, the boys. Well played. Come on. GG. Cheers, boys. Who's still got in bank? Still got two lifelines left. Deal. If you get this next one right, dupe, mm-hmm. you will have banked five pounds wow that will be the least amount of money you will walk away with this is big dude two lifelines left as well 
Am I right in thinking, get it wrong, it's it's back on with 16 pence? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I can feel question... the lights just coming down on me. Go on. <laughs> question yeah. 10 for five pounds. Which of these is not a key attribute of an inside forward? Is it A, crossing? B, dribbling? C, finishing? Or D, first touch? That's a toughie. If they're an inside forward, they're going to cut in. They're not going to cross, are they? Oh. First touch, finishing. Five pounds on the line. Yes, this is my heart. I'm thinking it's it's going to be crossing because you're inside forward. He might start out wide, but he come he cuts in, so he's going to be. It's not going to be crossing, is he? Remember, you've got but two lifelines if you want to use them. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, screw it. We'll have to. Um, we'll we'll go across him. You're going with crossing. Yeah, and that's your final answer. No. Yes. Yes. Okay, it's locked in. Mm-hmm. Dupe. To bank five pounds, you've gone for A, crossing. And that is correct. Well played. Oh, yes. Well played. Five pounds in the bank. Allez, allez, allez. So there you go. That's the minimum amount that you will now walk away with. And you're in a great position. You've still got two lifelines to so use. So we've got five questions left. Is that right? Five questions left. We're smashing this, boys. <clears throat> Biff. I can see Curtis sending his kilo back as we speak. <laughs> For £7.50. pence. Which of these training sessions does not come under the defending training category? Is it A, defensive shape, B, defending wide, C, ground defence, or D, aerial defence? A, shape. Very confident? I know that ground and aerial are a thing, and I'm pretty sure wide and narrow is. I mean, I could use the lifeline, you know, for the sake of using one, but I'm genuinely feeling like shape is is not a thing. Okay, is that your final answer? A? Yes, Christopher, take the final answer from the Biff. You've taken a chance, but you've got it bang on the money. Well played, Come sir. Come on, get well it, played. Come yeah, nothing on. to lose. I like it. Pass us a Biffer, <laughs> Joe, nerd. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing for £10. Jeez. Nerd. On the Medical Centre season summary screen, which of these categories is not listed as a column? Is it A, injuries this season? B, time missed this season? C, Percentage of the season missed so far, or D, number of career injuries? 
D. D? What's your thought process there? Who doesn't love the D? <laughs> <laughs> e. For £10. My thought process is that we're at 56 minutes. So you're just going oh. for it and bottling this big wow. money chance for charity. So that's your final answer. <laughs> final answer, D. Confirmed? Yeah. Going for it, Yes, confirmed. That is correct. £10. Oh, has look at him. He's going to carry it. He knew it. He's it. Right. I was convinced it was percentage. Yeah. Percentage chance. I'm like, that sounds a bit ropey. Dave slash Spartacus. Jason. You are playing for £20. Oh, yeah. Only three questions left now. Come on, boys. We can do this. Dave, which of these is a key attribute for a pressing forward? Is it A, determination? B, heading? C, first touch? Or D, technique? <sighs> Remember, Dave, you've got two lifelines if you need to use them. It's not, I don't think it'll be determination. What, what are the lifelines that we've got left? You've got phone a friend and 50 50. I think 50 50s. I want, I want to keep that one. Uh, seeing as Joe has used pressing forwards, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna phone a friend. You're gonna phone a friend. Who are you gonna phone, Dave? Uh, I was. I'm gonna say Joey, although he's just shook his head at me. Well, I wasn't conferring at all. Speak <laughs> <laughs> to Biff. Uh, are you gonna phone? Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'll call Bifter then. No, Biff. <laughs> Biff. He's <laughs> <laughs> exit the call. He's oh. gone. His oh dear. Internet's disappeared. Let's wait. Oh man. Let's wait for Biff. Oh, we've got him on the line now. Biff's back. <laughs> Sorry, I've, I thought it went long enough so that it could go to someone else. <laughs> so Biff. Uh, well, Dave, I'll let you discuss yeah, it with yeah. Biff. Uh, it's A, determination, B, heading, C, first touch, or D, technique. You have 20 seconds now. What are we thinking then? <laughs> As um, I say, I it, it, it sounds odd. Like Determination could actually be up there because you need a player who's determined on the field, constantly working. Technique, yeah. again, is arguable because it's, you know, it's, is it key though? Um, heading, again, pressing forward, still, still a striker of some variety. You and I'm going to have to cut you off there. That is fucking ruthless. <laughs> 20 seconds. I told you. I know how to add some more time. <laughs> 20 seconds is up. So, Dave, what? I'm going to press you. Oh, what I, were, I, like okay, so was, I like the pun. I like the pun. It was determination, you. heading, and what were the other ones? First touch and technique. And which one is a key? It needs to be a key attribute for a pressing forward. <sighs> I mean, we there's gamble. It was the only one we didn't discuss to each. First touch. First touch. 
You're gambling. You're gambling Either. charity money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Final answer? Yeah. First touch is correct. Wow. Come on, yes. Wow. Come on. Am I allowed to talk now, Kurt? Yeah, you're allowed to talk. <laughs> Congrats, Dave. Well played, son. Cheers, son. <laughs> oh, wow, Dave. Right. Top work, Sparkus. Duke. Cheers, son. Hello. You're playing for £30. Okay. What are we currently on? 20, yeah? 20. You've got one lifeline left. You can use okay. a 50 50. Mm -hmm. um, What's that do? And you've got two. It removes two of the incorrect answers from the question. From from the question that you're on. So, and you've Such got two, helmet, <laughs> two questions left. I'm only answering one though, yeah? You're answering this okay, one. Okay, let's go. Dupe, which of these is a distribution type that you can apply to your goalkeeper in the team instruction screen? Is it A, roll it short, B, roll it out, C, Throw it wide, or D, knock it wide. Are we allowed to walk away at 20 quid? You can. I mean, you've got a lifeline. If only you could have phoned a friend. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well so just go through the, the, the answers again. Sure. A, roll it short. B, roll it out. C, throw it wide. Or D, knock it wide. Thing is, if I use 50-50, I know which two you're getting rid of. So there's no point <laughs> me doing that. So it's either I just... So if I, if I get this wrong, we go down to a fiver, yeah? Uh, yeah. I think it's... I think it's B. Team instructions. That's not individual instructions. That's the team. Team instruction screen. Roll it out. You can set your distribution type for your goalkeeper. Yeah. You see the little squares in the right, don't you? A, roll it short. B, roll it out. C, throw it wide. D, knock it wide. Do you know what? It's been a great experience. I've enjoyed <laughs> I'm going on my winner no matter what. I've enjoyed this. I've been... In theory, we are. You know, this is this is this is good money, and it's it's, it's absolutely incredible that you've done this. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go for B. Oh my, B. I'm gonna go for B. Yes. Roll it out. I'm gonna go for B. Final Stop answer. Rolling Duke. out this this yeah final answer. That is correct, dupe. Come on. Well played. <gasps> Come on, boys. I thought it was A or B, and I knew if I would have got a 50-50, you'd have took C or D away. So there's no point playing that game. Right, it all comes down to Biff. Biff. Hey, it's always down to the Biff. You have the final question. <laughs> and remember, you do down. have the 50-50 lifeline available to you. Which I'm using no matter what. Kurt's voice is crackling because he knows he's going to have to spend a lot of money. <laughs> like, all the equipment that I've just brought, I'm going to have to take back to Amazon to afford this. <laughs> this key light's going back. Uh, His voucher's son. Biff. Why well, it lights up your, uh, your your shirts and your frame so well. <laughs> 50 pounds on the line. On, on line. On Final line. question. Biff, which of these is not... 
a key attribute for a libero? Oh my. Is it A, off the ball? B, passing? C, first touch? Or D, technique? Could, could I use the 50-50 there, please, Christopher? You can. We'll just apply the 50-50 now. Yeah. And I can tell you that the answers that are left are A, off the ball, and C, first touch. Ooh. A, off the ball. Do you know, because the thing is, I've not used a libero for two years, I think it's been. I'll be honest, I don't really pay that much attention. And I'm thinking, you know, there's, there's essentially already 30 quid here if I walk away right now for, for Dupes Beat the Meat thing. So, <laughs> Jesus. Beat the Meat. I'm definitely doing that, by the way. Oh. Vegan for uh, us. And I genuinely don't, I, I, honestly, honestly, I do not know uh, which one it is. Um, it, it, you know. I mean, we're talking about going back down to five or it. It's a big jump know? down, isn't it? It, it is. is a big That's jump a bit down. like the skydive. It's, yeah, it's quite <laughs> fitting. <laughs> so it's but a, as it's not my money, <laughs> off the ball. <laughs> yes, lad, yes. See, first touch. I'm going to say, shit, I'm not. <laughs> Come on, son. It's pressure here. So which one of these is not for a libero? Yeah. First touch or off the ball? Mm-hmm. A, off the ball, or C, first touch? I mean, everyone's looking away from the screen. No one's giving me any visual clues. I mean, We're you not know, allowed to. We're not allowed to. So you're not, right. all te- you're not all texting each other the answers? No, no, that's not a thing. His, uh, his wallet's got dust catching. <laughs> what do you reckon? Hey, one thing I will say, and this isn't conferring, do, do you reckon I should take the 30 quid? It's, 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 it's your meat flogging, Jarrett. So. No. Okay. No, don't take the 30 quid. Gamble. Go for it. Go for Gamble. it. Gamble. Right, okay. Wow. Right. Okay. Just imagine, wow. just think what you can. Right, 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 right. First touch. <gasps> when I said gamble, not that way. <laughs> 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 oh no! <laughs> oh. Okay, it's locked in. Hey, locked nothing in yet. He's not asked me if it's my final fucking answer. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> Biff. <laughs> yes, sir. You said C first touch. Is that your final answer? <laughs> Is it fucking? <laughs> <laughs> can, can I go with off the ball, please, Bob? Imagine my surprise. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, for no. what it's worth, I'll chuck 20 quid in this for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually crying. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Biff, I can tell you, <laughs> off the ball is correct. Yes! <laughs> Come on. Well done, guys. You've walked away yeah. with 50 pounds. 
I'll screenshot that and put it in the the now live post for the charity Beat Eating Disorders well played guys well played absolutely brilliant quiz 50-50 helped us there yeah oh god I thought you knew it as well you're like ah so do we just gamble? Yeah, gamble. Okay. First time. No! <laughs> oh, man. Okay, T. Good quiz. I'm sure your wallet won't appreciate it as much. But, uh, it's all for a good cause, yeah. isn't it? All for a good cause. Link in the description. Uh, there we go. Uh, guys, if any of you uh, want to check us out, uh, all our links to our Twitters, Twitches, and YouTubes all uh, are on WeStreamFM.com. Before we go as well, uh, we're looking at potentially going for the FBAs, which is the Football Blogging Award. Uh, so if you are over on Twitter, uh, you can vote for the five-star pod on that. I believe it's going to... Well, we'll put a tweet on Twitter and we'll put it in the description for what you have to tweet. Um, and obviously all votes are appreciated. But that brings episode 81 to a close. As I say, you can find the links for us, the five-star pod Twitter account and the WeStream FM Discord server in the podcast description. The five-star potential podcast is available on iTunes soundcloud and most popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released normally every monday at 8 a.m this has been five star potential a we stream fm production and we'll see you all next week say goodbye folks Cheerio. goodbye